You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. To hear the rest of this week's show, exclusive episodes, and more, subscribe today at patreon.com slash crspodcast or clockradiospeakers.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. I'm your co-host, Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on all social media at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D, Wake Up, all one word. More important than that, please, please, please follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at CRS Podcast, clockradiospeakers.com, previously powered by Tumblr. You can get all previous, very, very close to 400 episodes there. What is it, like 396 or something like that? Yeah, we're getting there. 395, 396, something like that. Yeah. So we're on Facebook. Uh, we're on Instagram, but Twitter and Instagram uh, are the best places. We don't really we don't really use the Facebook. Right. Uh, but Instagram, Twitter, those are the places where we live. Twitter the most. And uh, Doc is in the building. You already heard his voice. Well, what's up, man? What's going on? Man, check my passport. You know we're uh, we're uh, international now. I had that. I had that. Uh, I had that drawn up for you. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Let's go. Oh, yeah. You know I'm like I'm like Stormy Lyman. You know. I get a lot of juice out of my passport. I'm all over the place. You know. Let's go. Make me porridge. Make me planters. Make me oxtails. Make me jerk chicken. Do you know how upset I was when I heard him rap over there? <laughs> So typically I get first dibs on Doc Records. Doc and I share That's share right. a Dropbox folder. And even like back during that time, he would send me stuff over Instant Messenger. Yeah. Like I would just leave my AOL up. He would just, you know, send it to my to my folder because it would create a download folder for you. And so I get back to the house whenever I have new beats to go over. So here's what happened. So Doc made a push. He made a a a, a genuine, intentional yeah. push to try and do something in the industry, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he made a, you know, made a couple ways. We talked about the Lloyd Banks records. You yeah, know, he's, yeah, yeah. you know, played beats for, for, for other people. You could tell that story better than me. Um, so he ends up linking up with this guy named Storm P, Stu- uh, Superstar J, all that good stuff. So Doc hits me. This is how I know Doc's a good friend. Because <laughs> Doc hit, because I have a beat over, I have a song over that beat. And Doc was like, hey, I'm working with, you know, this guy Storm. And I already knew about Storm and all that stuff. And he was like, you know, we might have a chance to do some, some labels, yada, yada, yada. You know, I'm playing him some of the beats that you already did stuff over. Is that okay? Now, Doc now has like well over a thousand beats that he's made. Back then, he had about 200. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We were, this was in the twos. Yeah. This was in the twos. And I think I was just coming back from being stationed in Japan. So I'm getting acclimated to living stateside again, all that stuff. But I was like, you know what, Doc? Like, go ahead. Like, I want you to get that push. You know, if you got to reuse some of them beats, I ain't tripping. And then you did that with the Stars and Murph record, too. I had a, I had a, Yo, I had Stars a smash. And Murph. Oh, man. I had a smash on the, uh, I think that was uh, Tom, what's that dude's name? Same sample as. Uh, oh, yeah, Tom Brock. Tom Brock. Yeah. I had, yeah, you had a record with that Tom Brock. I I had a well, smash record with that. After after American Gangster, every pres- every every producer was like, "Oh, we're hitting up, we're we're rating the Tom Brock discography." Yeah, he was Willie Hutch for about three weeks. That's right, and I <laughs> I used every song on that album. See, he only had one album, right? <laughs> I think so. I've sampled yeah. them all, and so oh, many that, ways. And, and one of those ended up becoming Rear Dashboard, right? That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a song that none of my audience uh, talks about more than us, which is good. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. That was the time. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Passport. That's the, that's when I made a, a, a leap up in my, like the ability to make beats. Right. Yeah. That, that's, that time was definitely, you, like I said, you have like batches of beats where like, I can tell you hit a vein. Right. Um, and yeah, so that like, like like two is like the two twenties to about the two sixties, two seventies, two eighties. The two seventies is when it two seventies, the two nineties, that's where it's like uh put me in coach. Um that's when I that's the beat for um without you for Lloyd Banks. Like that's all in that in that batch. We need yeah. to make it we we need to make like a best of doc and, and throw it in there for the Patreon. <laughs> for, you know, the old, I mean, the old era. The old era. Yeah, the old era, the OG era. Because, I mean, we talked about, you know, a few months ago, the Patreon got a, a, a taste of the uh, the record you produced for Mac Miller. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The one where I ignored it, <laughs> thinking that this Mac Miller guy was never going to take off. 
Jesus. Anyway, what's going anyway. on, everybody? Y'all can follow me on Twitter if you want, or Instagram <laughs> at doc underscore beats. That's not a Z, but like Armand said, just follow the show at CRS Podcast or go to clackradiospeakers.com. I think this part we'll hear will be for everybody as well as the Patreon because we will have to figure out where to what to what to what to give out for free. But we have wonderful Patreon supporters. You, if you're a fan of the show and you're not a supporter, head to patreoncom podcast where you get full versions of all the shows plus more um yeah man we got a lot to talk about this week we do should we make the patreon announcement now since we're in that vein yeah let's do it okay let's do that and then we'll get into all of our donda stuff so we had a we had an influx of uh of patreon supporters so we want to thank all of you um and this is your first time your first week your first month of uh being a part of the community thank you um you know make sure you participate in the conversations you know um like today we posted you know what do you think about donda and you guys had some really thoughtful um you know uh, opinions of of the album and how you were processing it and i just i just loved it i really appreciated it as opposed to like a just a regular twitter thing where people are just spewing out whatever so you know as you guys know we have two tiers so we have a, a five dollar tier and we have a ten dollar tier i don't know which one is in the streets and which one is in the building do you know we should we should probably know that considering you know it's our, yeah, it's our we podcast. Should, we, should. we should. Um, but so we wanted to make the ten dollar tier a little more. Uh, we wanted to add a little bit to it. Um, as of right now, the ten dollar tier has the Spotify playlists. I know a lot of you guys ask for playlists whenever we do like a versus what if or we do a definitive fifteen. Uh, we you know that's available. So as of now, Doc, are we are we lowering that to the five dollar tier? Are we the, keeping that at 10? For Spotify? Yeah. Yeah, I think we can bring that to the $5 tier because the $10 tier is getting something that some folks have asked about over time. Yes. Um, so, I, some, you've been busy. I've been, I've been grustling. Yeah. So what we're going to do for that $10 tier is we're going to open up the floodgates to the Dropbox folder. Mm. Um, and what we're going to do is every month, I'm not going to put everything up there at once, but every month... Uh, we're going to add something or some things to the folder. Um, unreleased music, uh, mixtapes. You know, you guys really like the Donda stuff when we were able yeah. to, you know, send you guys stuff from the uh, from the parties. listening parties. Right. That's that's $10 tier now. Um, so we're going to open that up. And for those of you who are already subscribed to the $10 tier and anybody who asks or who joins that afterwards, um, you will get like monthly access to the Dropbox folder. And this month, we're going to include all of the classic Kanye West mixtapes. So that's Freshman Adjustment, um, which is all his stuff pre-Rockefeller. There's Get Well Soon and I'm Good, which are like official mixtapes from him prior to like college drop, like college dropout era, maybe right after that. Um, there's the Can't Tell Me Nothing mixtape, which uh, had to throw some D's freestyle on there. Had the that was where they world premiere us placers, which was CRS, uh, the the other CRS, uh, Kanye, Lupe, and Pharrell. Um, I also added late uh, orchestration, mm. and then I added um, his set from VH1 Storytellers around 808s and Heartbreaks. Um, and I think that's it. Let me make sure. Oh, the, the last thing is um, a mixtape he did with uh, DJ A Track, where basically he is. A-Track is playing his samples, songs that he sampled for famous records, and he's talking about like the process behind, oh yeah, this is how I made this beat. So all those will be available right, oh, and also Good Fridays, full Good Fridays, um, and all these records will be properly tagged. You guys can throw this into your iTunes, and it'll it'll look very nice and pretty. I, I took care of all that stuff for you. Um, so that'll be available uh, tomorrow, along with the show. Um, and then, yeah, every month I got some, I got some stuff, man. So it would, it would behoove you, mm. uh, to, to jump that tier. Cause I got some, I got some fire in, in the tuck. Um, and I have access to a lot of other things that I may not have currently. So if you're in that tier and you want to request something, um, you know, you are free to send us a message and, uh, I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Like a, like a DJ at the, at a middle school dance, you've got your, you've got the songs you're playing, but you'll take some requests. A couple requests, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Because I don't listen to everything, but I've, yeah, I've got access to a lot of that stuff. And, you know, yeah. All right. So 
That's what that's what's up. So, are you ready to talk about this this ridiculous <laughs> sprawling <sighs> complicated album called God Donda? yes. Um yes, and I saw I I interrupted you. No, I apologize. No. No, I mean so here's I kind of here so obviously in true collective speakers fashion, we got to go track by track. 100%. Okay. In addition, I'd like to roll th- quickly through the timeline of how we got here. Okay. Because one of the, this is not a spoiler, right? One of the overall things that I, is useful for me when listening to this album, um, and some of this is pieced together by the just absolutely amazing Kanye tracker. Shout out to Reddit's West Sub Ever, which on the one hand is full of fans that sometimes are a little scary. On the other hand, the level of detail and obsessiveness means you can piece some of this, like the timelines of this together, hear mm-hmm. references and alternate takes and all sorts of crazy stuff, right? I just wanted to fix some of the links in the Kanye. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> you and I have been going through listening to the same stuff. Yes. Um, so, all right. So November of 2019, Jesus is King comes out. Okay. Almost immediately, Jesus is King 2 with Dr. Dre is announced. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fast forward to March of 2020, Kanye's hold up in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Griselda he- heads out to Wyoming to record with Kanye. Yep. Other folks kind of filter in as well. Yep. We get to spring. So in May, it's now, this new project is now called God's Country. Mm-hmm. Then in June, we get the West Day Ever, right? Which is the Wash Us and the Blood video and the single and the Gap Yeezy announcement, all sorts of stuff, right? Yep. Okay. Then July, the title's announced that it's Donda. Yep. So then we get, he's still up in Wyoming. Wasn't, get, it with, wasn't Donda with Child? Yeah, Donda with Child. Okay. Um, where he's like removing all, and then at points like, he like removed all the vowels. So it's like D&D, W-T-H-C-H-L-D. I know. Yeah. So <laughs> while he's, he's still up in Wyoming, so folks like Little Baby are heading out to record. And like mm-hmm. you, I'm mentioning all this because like you start to see like the breadcrumbs that are laid for like how long this project has been cooking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in September of 2020, he posts the original Believe What I Say snippet on Twitter. Yep. Then we go to October 2020, where it feels like everything almost kind of like crashes, right? Na 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 comes out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does the presidential campaign and it kind of feels like wh- whatever he was focused on, now he's going in a different direction. Yeah. But then come 2021 him and kim start to get divorced right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. march of 2021 sai does an interview saying okay kanye's working on the album again now in the middle of this divorce Mm -hmm. then we don't hear anything for a long time yeah and then suddenly in the middle of july we get a flurry of stuff first it's kanye and tyler in the studio Mm -hmm. with uh what's on the screen appears to be come to life but Tyler's not on Come to Life. So at some point, some hacker will probably buy out or leak some alternate version of Come to Life that has Tyler on it in some way. And I can't wait to hear what that might sound like. Oh, see, there's been rumors I've seen that that that's uh, Tyler playing the keys on Come to Life, but that is not true. I don't think that's true. Okay. But we'll talk about the messy credits at some point. All right. Yes, we will. Then the next day, we ha- he does a private listening party in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Then the day after that, the first public listening party is announced. We get the first Beats commercial. Mm-hmm. Then three days later, all of a sudden, first listening party. He's got artists like Playboy Cardi and 2 Chains coming by to record in the locker rooms at the stadium. Then we get, I think, two-week two week break until the second listening party, Yep, which is on August 5th, when it's a dramatically, uh, we'll say improved version of the music we had heard at the first listening party. I think that's safe to say. Yeah, improved, evolved. Yep. Right, dramatically worked on. Yep. Then we basically three weeks until the next listening party, which you went to mm-hmm. in Chicago. Yep. But then we wake up Friday, there's no album. Not surprising for long, longtime Kanye fans. We know sure. that in this era of streaming where he doesn't, where he's not actually like handing an album in early to get pressed to disc, aka everything after Yeezus, it comes out when he decides it comes out. Yep. Well, Friday goes into Saturday. And Saturday night, it seems like there might be movement. And then all of a sudden, Sunday morning, the 28th, we get word like 7.40 a.m. that the album's coming out in like 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Track lists start floating around. 
but it's not yet complete because Jail Part 2 was delayed by a couple of hours. Mm -hmm. There are accusations from Kanye that Universal released the album without his permission, Mm -hmm. which doesn't make any sense to me. Zero. Because if that were true, how could they have the album? That means he would have turned it into the label, right? right? Well, once you turn the album into the label, that's... Now, remember, there was there was talk that he turned the album in before and then he took it back. <laughs> that, that is also true. Yeah. So there's a lot. There's a lot going on in between. I heard rumors that something happened with there was there was strong uh, rumors that the album had been scrapped altogether late Saturday. For sure. Um, yeah. I think that was the only thing that 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 uh, I wanted to add to your timeline. But I think other than that, at some point. Yeah, I, and it's I, I wanted to run through that because it's probably might might sound a little like I don't know overwhelming or to like recap it all, but like some of the like the lineage of some of the songs on this, it I, it's it's not unprecedented for Kanye, right? Like he often has this thing of like working on songs, but like some of these songs are so are are like so old that they like they start to. It's like they were made when he was sort of at one place in his life. Now he's just at a dramatically different place. Mm-hmm. And it might still be the same title, but it's not the same song. Yeah. Right. So that's the timeline that got us to where we're at. This album has done fantastically well on streaming. Mm-hmm. It's going to debut at number one. Mm-hmm. It will be his biggest debut in, in, a, in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, the the numbers for, for Pablo that um, are... are you almost can't even count them the first week because you had to have title to get it officially. So it was so widely bootlegged that judging that by numbers, but like he's going to do numbers that I, I think he's going to sell. I'm using air quotes because like, you know, it's not the same thing, but like if you want to compare just numbers to numbers, I think he'll do bigger numbers than Jesus. Mm. Okay. So very clearly whether, I don't know if we want to call it successful at this point, but like he has captured the zeitgeist. This is all anybody talked about over the weekend. Yeah, dog. It's Wednesday when we record this Wednesday night, the 1st of September. And like, it's still mostly in the music world what people are talking about, with the exception of, uh, of somebody else who we're going to talk about on the next episode. Um, like, that's it right now. There's no yeah. oxygen in the room. It's just yep. Kanye. Yep. Yeah. Um, Max, nothing to add. So... When so I'm trying to think. So we we ch- we recorded on Sunday and we released that that out um, for everybody to listen. That was us recapping the third listening session, which which you went to, and mm-hmm. we talked a bit about some initial reactions to songs. And if you haven't listened, you can go listen to that. But we I I, th- I mean we definitely need to go like in depth track by track, talk about everything that's going on before we get to the track by track. Armand, is there anything else that you wanna you wanna talk about first? No, because I've been talking at length about everything else but the music. Mm. And I've been biting my tongue to publicly discuss. I'm in so many different chat rooms with different opinions from people. And I haven't said a word outside of people that I've already talked to prior to. I'm ready to talk about this music. Mm. Like, let's go. And then at, at, once we get done with the track by track, I think there are like, there's some overall themes we definitely need to like break down. 100%. Okay. 100%. Track one. So I'm putting in features where like, as I described this, I'm like Kanye does not list out features, which um, I have, I have some, I have some issues with um, specifically, even though that's kind of a thing now. Yeah, but he didn't even do the J. Cole thing where he just didn't le- list them first day and he brought them back. Right. Like, so like Zero features. J. Cole did it to surprise people. Right. And well, so I think f- the, I feel like Travis made this a big thing when he did Astro with no features. Mm-hmm. And that was a surprise. The next evolution of that was J. Cole updating it with features later on. Mm-hmm. So two things here. Number one, um, nobody was surprised by the features. No. I shouldn't say nobody. A lot of people were not surprised, correct, by the features, um, because we already heard the less. We already heard everything. Everything here was heard in s- mostly in some form or another, with like a couple exceptions, um, at a listening party. So like the features weren't going to be a surprise anyway. But number two, there are artists on here who make kind of their debut. Some some artists make their debut say to a wider audience. Some artists effectively make their debut to the like the the music public at all. 
And they could really use those features. Yeah. All right. Getting that out of the way. We start with Donda Chant. That's Selena yep. Johnson who's, who's saying Donda over and over and over again. Yep. Does this need to be here at all? Um, yes. Okay. And, but out the gate, it's already my issue with the album, which is the sequencing. Okay. Um, and I think it's the, the problem with the listening party um, where we talked about in a previous episode where like the, the music was sequenced for the listening party, but there are some spaces where like that should have just been kept for the album. Um, when it first appeared in the middle of the listening party, it was very jarring. I believe it was longer. It was. And it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. But the second listening party in general was very heavy, very emotional. It's the third party as well. Yeah. Um, but here is the intro. I mean, I don't listen to it every time. Like, don't I, I don't listen wrong, to it ever. But I don't, I don't hate it for the story that he's mm. trying to tell because I want him to tell the story of Donda like it was told on the, the first two listening sessions and that it's not really told at all on the actual album. This album isn't about Donda. <sighs> this album's about Kanye. Like it is, all but, Kanye albums are. But we'll get, we'll get, yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll, we'll get, get there as that. Per- so with, with that being said, I don't know if it's true that this is the um, this is said rhythmically in the pattern of of his mom's last heartbeat. Oh, you you've seen that floating around as well. I did see it floating around. I just want to acknowledge it that, that it's that it's out there. And then at the end, you know, it turned into a dove. It makes sense, but we don't know if that's true or not. And I'm gonna just stop that right there. With that said, it's an intro. I don't listen to it, but I'm not mad at it being here. We're going to talk about length shortly uh, or eventually, um, and, and I'll get to my whole spiel about that. But I don't, I, I don't need this, but I'm not mad at you. What okay. would you put here instead? Oh, I would put the actual Donda interlude. That would, for me, that would come after that. I would put, I would put Donda interlude into the, uh, the Kanye and Pusha record. That would go track two for me. Mm, well, we'll get there. All right. Well, let's, talk about, let's talk about the first actual track. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Jail featuring Jay-Z. And Francis and the Lights? Question mark? <laughs> because the I'm credits... Burgundy? The, the credits are a disaster. Okay? The official credits are a mess for this album. Mm-hmm. They... Um, so, it's long been tradition that Kanye will have like a ton of producers involved, right? And so, when you look at producer credits, there's often like who produced it and then a sort of not recent, but a, a somewhat modern innovation is like, oh, and then you have like co-producers and then you have associate producers, mm-hmm. right? I, I, always, I always sort of wonder like, is that really representing who's doing the work or is that more like, nah, you didn't like negotiate to get top line. I don't really know how that works. I have to be honest. I'm always curious, but you have cases in these credits where like he'll have somebody listed as a producer and somebody as a co-producer, which doesn't make any sense at all. Um, I've gone back and I've spent way too much time listening to like references and early versions of some of these records at like people who very clearly contributed to the lyrical formation of and the lyrics of some of these records are not credited as writers at this point. So like Mm -hmm. the credits are a mess and they don't even list in the, in the credits, they don't even list who is always featured. So like, even though it has seemingly accepted as gospel that like Francis and the lights is on the song, He's not listed as a writer. He's not listed anywhere on this, but it does sound like him for sure. So we'll just say jail featuring Jay-Z. And in my notes actually have, and maybe Francis in the lights. Maybe. And probably Francis. <laughs> this is produced by, got a whole list here. Kanye, 88 Keys. Come okay. Mike Dean, uh, Kanye's new uh, uh, associate producer duo, OG Volta, who is all over this project. Uh, Dem Joints and somebody named Sean Salomar. So this at the first listening party, this was a closer. Mm-hmm. And now it's effectively the opener. Mm-hmm. Um, where are you at with jail right now? How do you feel about this song? It went from junior varsity to varsity in a matter of weeks. Mm. Um, in terms of sequencing. Yeah. I still don't like the song. <laughs> I don't hate it the way that I did initially, but I just, I don't like the record. It- I do like it early in the album though yeah it's grown on me as an opener i think it sets the stage that this 
I, it's trying to make this album sound big and epic. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a big it's a big sounding record. Yeah, Jay's verse um, has some bars that are okay, but it's also very cringeworthy at times. What, yeah, you. Yeah. What, what took me by some, what I didn't realize until I listened a little closer, and part of this too is like when if you like we did listen to some of the earlier versions from the listening parties. I went back and I actually now that the album's out, I went and re-listened. I skimmed through the listening parties. I mm-hmm. totally didn't. I totally underrated how much, like, there was no like Kanye was mumbling during that first mm-hmm. listening party. So mm-hmm. like now that I'm actually going and listening to what Kanye's talking about, I I it didn't I didn't appreciate at, at when this album first came out. He's talking about his marriage and his and the divorce on this song mm-hmm. in a in a way that you wouldn't think because. I've read a lot of reviews because I'm always curious to see like what the critical reception is to, to, to a project and almost nobody's picking up on that. They're like, Oh yeah, this song's about jail. And it's like, not really. It's a metaphor. Mm. I think this song is kind of because it's Jay, because it's, because it's Kanye in this sound, it's almost going to, I feel like this will be sort of like instantly iconic, even if it's not like an A plus song to me, if that makes sense. Like he, he will like, this can be a song that he plays whenever he does live shows if he wants. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The response to this was largely positive at the, at the listening party. Yeah. People really, really responded to this record really well. Um, so yeah, I could, I could see that if we're talking like big records, you know, I'm, I'm wondering what kind of legs it'll have. I mean, I'm wondering that about all of, you know, the, the streaming stats were immense for the first couple of days, but they're starting to, starting to taper out. So like. What sticks around in the top? If anything sticks around at the top, what, what do people come back to? Because right now it's For just sure. like the album's so big and so yeah. weird, honestly, at yeah. times that like I feel like hip hop fans are are just listening to stuff because they're still trying to understand it. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, it it it's weird where like a lot of the album lends itself to super fans. Oh, so this whole people who have has, been, yeah, yeah. So people who've been following this from the beginning, like they're not jarred by 27 tracks. If anything, I'm happy that it's this long um, or that everything was included because it's not about the length. It's about what was included, what we heard, you know, what we, you know, what we want or whatever. And I'll get to that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'd be very curious to know if I was a Kanye fan and I purposefully stayed away from all this stuff. Cause I'm very like, first of all, why would you stay away from the listening sessions in the first place? Um, well, cause they I, were so, they were so jarring and so Kanye. Can I be honest? Yeah. They did a bad job of making them accessible. If you think about it, like you basically, if you're on the East coast, again, my East coast bias is coming through. If you're on the East coast, you, for some of them had to stay up kind of late and you couldn't yeah. rewatch them. Yeah. The rewatch definitely impacted for sure. For sure. But it, it, it also lends itself to one of those, like, if you missed it, you missed it sure. sort of things. If you were there, you saw it. And if you weren't, you missed it, which I think is a direction that music and content in general is is going in. Yeah. Everything's been so accessible all the time. Um, I think we're going to get back to a place where it's like, if you weren't there, like, it's just, it's a wrap for you. Um, and so I think you're right. I think you're right. But also... Do you think Apple Music had anything to do with that too? No, I'm I'm guessing that they would have loved to have this be replayed. Oh no 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 no! I didn't mean that. And I and I thought from what I read that the the listening party should be available now that the album is out. I haven't seen them there, but I think that that was a thing that I saw pretty widespread on uh, on the internet. But I I haven't seen any actual proof of it. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, right. Like like much of this, I was just talking about the fact that it was on Apple Music and maybe not like a YouTube or a, uni- a universally accessible platform. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I live in the Apple universe, so like I didn't even really think about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw a lot of people. I mean, like you know, like the recaps. Like if you do want to watch, um, they're all saved on Twitch, so people were live streaming. Yeah, uh, live streaming them on Twitch third party, and they're saved there. Um, but I mean, who knows that? You know. Right. It also this album and Kanye's universe also also lends itself to our generation of internet where you know we did leaks and downloads and you know tinkering with stuff and yeah. you know people were like people were shocked that I had all three listening parties on my Apple Music 
like, what? How'd you get that? I'm like, how did you not think that somebody would rip the audio mm. and make it available? Like, that's that's Internet one on one. But, you know, we live in this new it, this new universe where if it's not on streaming, it doesn't exist. We're learning that with Aaliyah. Right. So with all that said, jail is is mad. All right. But I do like it early. Again, my track listing would have been Donda Chant, uh, Donda Interlude with Pusha and Kanye. And then I would have went to jail. So next up is God Breathed featuring Vori. Some of these song titles I don't like either. Just call it I Know God Breathed on this. <laughs> um, produced by Kanye, Brian, All Day Miller. Who, Man. Uh, Evax, again, Old Volta, and somebody named Arrow Sunday. Um, so this was originally from the Jesus King days. Clearly, if you listen to the lyrics. And then it gets reworked quite a few times including one of the goofiest records should we play should we play that for <laughs> for the streets let me see if i can find the link that you sent me oh my goodness it's so goofy uh dang where did i it? don't know what they were thinking uh, you know it's it's gone through quite a few revisions um i hate that i got all your all of your links except <laughs> the one jesus all right hold on hold on y'all all right Scrolling through my iPad is the equivalent of Doc uh, typing. There it is. There it is. Got it. Send these crazy links. These yeah. links nowadays. Oh, boy. Oh, I know. <laughs> Spyware is crazy. All right, let's go. So this is the original version of this I is, Know This God is Re- not the original. I'm sorry. This, this is the second, second take version. that I heard. Second the take. The first yeah. version I heard was literally just, just kicks. Just kicks. So here we go. Exclusive premiere. <laughs> <laughs> Clock radio speakers. Oh, see, I knew that was going to happen. See? I pressed the button and then. It's like, nope. Of- <laughs> So you guys cut it off there. You don't want to get into trouble. Um. Ah, yeah, you're right. You got it. But so you can you can hear how unusual that is. It sounds like D Light Groove is in the heart. A little bit. (laughs) <laughs> a little bit um but i have to say man i love this song go ahead and talk this is a great to me this is a this is a it's, it's a great example but it's also kind of scary of like never giving up on a song mm-hmm. right as you and i two people who work on music i feel like sometimes when i work on a record too much you get to a place where you're, you get lost in it and you're like i don't even know where i am anymore like you've just added so much like you've lost the plot and what I give Kanye credit for is he's not afraid to strip a song down to absolutely nothing and start over effectively. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they kept evolving this and they got something that to me almost sounds like Jesus meets Jesus is King. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very obvious that it's, it's a mashed together version of multiple, multiple ideas, right. In a very kind of Kanye way where it's like, You've got the first part and you've got his middle part and you've got Vori on the outro. Like you've got these three almost distinct sections. Um, but man, the flow he catches on his second part is so good. It's so perfect for Kanye. Uh, more than I can say yeah, for you. It's just, yeah. He's just in his little pocket. Um, now, th- this song is not perfect because this outro is way too long. Way too long. But I really like this song. How do you feel about God Breathe? Man, so I, I I initially talked about on this show where it took me a while to like readjust my expectations mm. uh, for the record because the tempo and what, you know, talk of the record was doing was saying it was going in a house direction. So when I'm thinking of Kanye and house, I'm thinking of ego death and I'm thinking of fade. Right. Uh, two records by Kanye that I love. Um, and this is not that, but this is that. Sure. Um, this is a really, it's just like, it's a dark house record. Um, yeah, this, if and this, if this comes on in the club, it's a different energy. Yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> listen, man, it's like the beginning of belly, like somebody about to die. Like, it's just, and so again, I always tell people like, it's just, it's very important to flush out your expectations um, and then engage art on, for what it is and yeah. not what you expected it to be. Yeah. And once I did that, I fell in love with the record. This record mm. is fire. This record's great. Yeah, this record is fire. Yeah. I, the only thing that I'm mad at 
Okay. They took out that half a second gospel sample from the listening party. That was so dope to me. And all they had to do was fix it because it comes back on just a hair off. <laughs> it's so fire and it will be on my Donda 1.5. I love it. Uh, that's my only change. Other than that, yeah, the song is, and it, and it also includes the first uh, sort of ha-ha funny goofy Kanye line, which is God the Father like Maury. <laughs> you know there are there's 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 like three kinds of of goofy Kanye lines right they're the ones that are you actually kind of really like mm-hmm. then there are the ones where he like just barely gets away with it yeah then and I think God the Father like Maurice for me is in that category then there are the ones where you're just like oh no oh no nope and there there are on this album there are are there are some of those for sure yeah, it wouldn't be a Kanye album without him. That's right. That's right. But so, God Breathe is, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Okay. Yeah, great record. All right. Next up is Off the Grid, featuring Playboy Cardi and uh, Fabio Foreign. Yep. Produced by Kanye, 30 Rock, OG Volta, <laughs> AOAA, David and Eli. So I'm like a whole bunch of people have, have, worked right. on this, have worked on this song. So this is originally from the OG 2020 Donda Sessions. Um, was on early track list back then. Yeah, this is the first time I saw this was on God's Country track listing. Um, so then we get the so we get the Cardi verse at the first listening session. Then we get yep. the Fabio verse a- added. Then we get Kanye added. Yep. How do you feel about Off the Grid? Off the Grid is fire. Um, hot take. Yep. I wish I enjoy Cardi more than Fabio and Kanye. Oh boy, that's interesting. Uh, Here's why. Okay. They they do the. They keep the drill record on there too, too long. long. They, they almost needed, and this is asking a lot, they almost needed another switch up for the Kanye verse. Yes. Because like otherwise, a hybrid of the two. Yeah, because otherwise, perfect. like, it just gets, it gets to be, you know, because that, that, that drill beat is doing a lot. And when it, it first comes in, you're like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. But to come in for Fabio, it was, it was perfect. It was perfect. It was I always want to call him Fabio and not Fabio. <laughs> Fabio Ford makes almost more sense. Fabio Ford makes a lot of sense. <laughs> What's he doing right now? Oh man, he's available. Um, this song is is too long, um, or at least it feels too long because of exactly what you said. Like that drill, that drill beat just goes on for a long time. And like Kanye will has has done this thing before where he'll give somebody kind of like who's sort of up and coming, and for a lot of people listening to this album, this is the first time they've ever heard Fabio Foreign, right? So as along with Playboy Cardi as well too. Right. So shout out to him for stepping up. Mm-hmm. But to have his verse do that and then have that extra long Kanye verse as well, it's like, I don't, you can't have both. Yes, you can. Well, at least not the way the song's constructed to me. Like it just, fe- it just, it, it drags, it drags a little bit. It does. Yeah. It does. It's uh. But it's it's Kanye West, and when I think of Kanye West, I think of excessive opulence. Mm. So when I say, "Man, this record is long," you know, again, one of my favorite records on this song is almost twelve minutes. On this album is almost twelve yeah. minutes. So you kind of gotta like, if if I'm okay with that, then I gotta be okay when when you know lots of stuff drags because there's other. And then in turn, there's also other songs that aren't long enough. Mm. Um, but. Yeah, I I think that's the biggest part. And they did they did a little switch up, but they switch up for Kanye's verse. But they they did it in like the sounds rather than the drums. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it's the drums for me. The way God that drum break every four bars on on uh, Cardi's verse, I love it so much. It's so dope. And Cardi just comes on there with like this really infectious energy that I really really like. Um, Fabio comes on. Fabio does his thing. I think another hot take. Uh-huh. I think Fabio gets the nod for to your point being the new guy and the drill beat and the new sound. Um, he gets that nod because once you get over like the initial shock of his record and he's rapping and all that stuff, his verse isn't really that good. It's not that good. At the time, it was great, but after like my you know tenth listen. <laughs> I was, it was okay. It was okay. So, and then Kanye's like, there's no way you are oh, going to out-rap me well, on that, my song. Which is true. I mean, so a lot of people have called out that like they feel this is one of Kanye's best verses in a long time. 
Yeah, they said the same thing about uh, No More Parties in LA and he got washed on that, but... He did not get washed on that. He got washed. That's a Kendrick great, washed That him. is a great Kanye verse. It's okay. Um, anyway, what were you saying? Anyway, no, I was going to say, um, yeah, I like, like, it's one of those things where it's like, I like Fabio on this. I like Kanye on this. Cardi is an acquired taste. You know what I mean? For sure. The, the baby voices is, and the high-pitched voices, just more broadly. You know, we, 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 we came of age as old men in an era when a voice like that would have been shouted out of hip-hop. For sure. We don't do that anymore. For sure. We uh it's funny West Side Gun comes from that era, but like he would have he would have been out of here. Right. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I th- I think so I like the song a lot. I think the energy is great. And in fact, like one thing that is notable about this song, I mean this album starts with energy. Yes. All over the for the most part. Lots of energy up front. And this song's a big part of that. So yeah. I like this song. Good song. Yep. Okay. Next up unbelievably sort of uh the the thought to be dead but never actually dead hurricane featuring little baby and the weekend mm-hmm. um this version at least is produced by kanye books the beast mike dean dj khalil ronnie J, and lg volta mm-hmm. previous versions of this cashmere cat francis and the lights like all sorts of people have done versions of this uh for kanye 070 shake did like the original like reference way back like so many people over the past three years actually maybe even longer so this this starts off before yandi yeah this is this is a this is a yandi record but this is even like the very first reference of this is is like from the job well done sessions like which is like 2017 into 2018 oh wow then we go then like a whole bunch of versions during yandi then it kind of goes away pops back up during the original Donda sessions. Then it pops up at the first listening party with most of the original beat and little baby. Then we get the weekend that like, it just keeps, it keeps going. Like, you know, Kanye infamously tweeted when Pablo came out, I'm a fix wolves. And this is the ultimate I'm a fix blank song, not just for <laughs> Kanye, but I predict also for fans. Yeah. Because so many earlier versions exist online that you can find along with the fact that hypothetically i'm not counting this as actually happening until it ships hypothetically we're going to get a stem player with stems now i want to caution anybody and i say this as somebody who who forked over the 210 including shipping or tax or whatever (laughs) for for the stem player we aren't going to get full stems meaning every single we're not getting fully tracked out, right? The the stem player is designed around four different directions. So that means we're probably going to get vocals, drums, bass, melody. Mm-hmm. But the, within that, you're not going to get like, oh, the kicks are in one file. The snares are in another file. The hi-hats. Like you're not getting that level of fully tracked out. But just having access to that alone means there's going to be a million a million fan versions of this if there aren't already. So with that being yeah. said, how do you feel about the final iteration of Hurricane? This record reminds me of the Dreamer. <laughs> Not two. Yeah. The original Dreamer. The original Dreamer. Where Doc and I, mainly Doc, <laughs> tinker with that record uh-huh. nonstop. So much so that to this day, I do not I listen it. to that record or want to I because can't. all I think of is the process. I know. Um, and this is this is reminiscent of Kanye too because you know infamously stronger had several different versions with different drums it as did, well as um, Love Lockdown. Yeah, the the, ver- the 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 ways that this song has changed are tremendous though. No, it's no, it's different. It's different. What I'm I'm, like every, I'm bringing like, those. We haven't even talked about like everybody from like Big Sean to like so many different people have been slotted for what is now the little baby slot. Right, 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 right. No, no, no. I, I agree with you. I'm yeah. just using an example oh, of sure, sure, Kanye sure. being oh, yeah, tedious sure. over a for record. Sure. This sure. isn't the first time we've seen this. Not this is all. just a whole new level of tedi- tediousness that we were exposed to because back then records, Kanye records weren't leaking the way that they leak now. Um, so we don't know. We know about several versions of Stronger and Love Lockdown, but those are just the ones that leaked. Um, I like the original beat better. At this point, I'm just going to say it now. There's too much organ on this album. There's a lot of organ. A lot of organ on this album, and it's just not necessary. 
Um, the other thing that I don't like is that he didn't. It's not that I'm not mad that he pulled the choir from the from the listening party. So for whatever reason, he couldn't get the choir to come in, which is you know still crazy. But okay, maybe you just couldn't make it work. So you pulled it from the session. That's cool. But like the way it abruptly ends, <laughs> I think that's a stylistic drives, choice. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's because I went back and listened to like listening party two, and it's perfect. It's perfect. Um, but that's one hundred percent. It's a stylist choice. But it bothers me so much. Um, with that said, this is a great record. Baby kills this. The weekend kills this. I recently saw a picture of Kanye writing the hook. And at the bottom, it says for my sister, Rihanna. So yeah. I guess she was his number one choice to sing this record. But I think Weekend kills this. I can't hear anybody else but him on this record. Um, and a lot of people wanted Kanye's OG verse. I prefer the new verse to it. The only thing I would change is I would go with the original beat. Um, but stylistically, the new song. Um, another thing that I have a problem with on this album is like they don't bring hooks back very often. So instead of after Lil Baby's verse getting just the standard hook. Right, we get a weird kinda, like bridge, which doesn't Yeah, really you get work. the bridge of Weekend just like riffing. Yeah, he's meandering. He, meandering. <laughs> he's, yes. He's taking a stroll, basically. Yes, he is. Um, I would I'd much rather like the hook right there too. But those are my only nitpicks other than that this song is great. I also miss the original. Uh, I don't know, is that synth, the sample, whatever that is. I miss that. Um this song is somehow not a home run for me. Mm. It, it's overcooked. You, I can, I can just like it. It just reeks of like overthinking. Yes. And considering the years, the last two years that Little Baby and Weekend have had, how does this not? It, it feels like it's just missing something. This is yeah. not an A plus. It's still. It, it look it. It's funny, you know. When this album was going through the listening party iterations, the assumption was, oh, this is going to be the huge hit single. Mm-hmm. And it's true that there, this is like people are responding well to this, like it's, you know, going to be high up on the charts and all that. But like, there are plenty of other records that are going to get lots of play from folks. Like, this album almost doesn't even need this song to be like the quote unquote single. You know what I mean? Which is fine. Yeah. But like, just overall to me, I don't know. It's somehow like I like the individual parts, but like all together, that's just something missing for me. I don't know. It's a good song. Yeah, I, I th- yeah, I, I agree with you. It, I, I love the song, but I agree that it sounds like it sounds overthought. It sounds overthought. I'm with you. Speaking of possibly overthinking a record. Uh-oh. Praise oh, yeah. God. Featuring Travis Scott and, <sighs> and Baby Keem. Produced by Kanye, 30 Rock, Old Volta, Mike Dean, a couple other folks. Another song with a heck of a journey. Yes. Starts as a as a as a KC. Is it KC? Case I? I think it's Case. I think it's KC. KC. Starts with a KC reference from the God's Country era. Then it gets reworked. That reference is fire. Um that reference is fire. I think like I'm too pre like if I don't know. If this like if what leaks out is references for artists, like I'm way too precious about what I share with people then. Because some of these are like spits of ideas for sure yeah and and i'm not saying the reference should have been the song right right right. i just enjoy the reference i like the original i like the original beat where they get the the vocal sample from it almost sounds like like am radio ish yeah that's it's 30, just, the original beat that's 30 rock so he that that's his sort of initial initial production there okay and then it continued once we had it at the listening party it continued to evolve i feel like they changed the beat every time it it did. So, for me, um, this is going to sound like a diss, but it's not. This is a very professionally done song. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't really need this anymore in the playlist era. But like this, ten years ago, this would just be like, yeah, this is a solid album track. You feel differently. <laughs> this is one of my favorite songs on the album. I it's don't not think I perfect. like. I don't think I like Baby Keem, which is a problem for this song. Keem is on here too long. Uh-huh. And they don't bring the hook back. That hook is money and they don't bring it back. They just go straight into, you know, into Keem's verse. Yeah, he's still outside. I think he's still outside. Yeah. But I think that's like a bridge because he's kind of meandering too. 
Well, even, and then he, but even the hook has like a pre-hook of sorts where they get the, where they sample Donda when she says into the night, which by the that's, way, that's amazing. That's the part I'm talking about, which is a great hook that will no, the hook is actually when Travis says, I'm going to praise God. Like that's, yeah. The, that, I mean that whole part, I'm shaking the yeah, drop. Yeah. And up in, up until that through Travis, when they sample until they sample, uh, Donda that to me, that's the hook. The hook is 16 bars. I don't care. That's that the whole new piece thing. of the song is fire. Mm, the, that whole piece of the song is incredible. Know, Bring that back. I don't know if it's incredible. Nah, that record, that part is amazing. It's really good. It's really, really good. Okay. I feel like they just tweaked the beat. They, they just, they overthought the beat too much. Again, you're yeah. talking about the organ. Like they just overthought the beat too much. Yeah. 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 It was perfect. I think at listening session two, I think two. Um, but yeah, I just would have liked that other piece, but put back and Keem was on there a little too long, but people really like this Keem verse. Yeah. People I don't really like it. I don't like, yeah. Uh, Keem is, oof, I don't know, man. Uh, I wouldn't say that he's right there. He's he, I hear him. I hear a great record in him. I hear it. He just hasn't put it together yet. I'm hoping that there's been some of the, I don't know if you heard any of those Kendrick leaks that have been floating out there. Yeah. None of them are good. Oh, you're crazy. I don't remember any of the names off top, but I could hear yeah. the reference like, oh, yeah, you can play with this and make something great out of this. I hear it. it mm. Something's in him. I think he's going to have a coming out party real, real soon. It'll likely be on Kendrick's album. I think I might he, just be old. <laughs> like Baby Keem and Playboy Cardi are they might be just a step too far for me. I'm not sure. Gotcha. Cardi has moments, even if like he's almost more like. He truly is almost a different kind of rapper. Baby Keem is not necessarily like Playboy Cardi, even though his his voice is in that upper register. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I love that, but I I, or, I see what Kanye's doing right. Where Kanye is, he's trying to use people's voices in a particular way, and Kanye executive produced Playboy Cardi's album, so like he is very keen on that sound, obviously, and he's trying to use these youngsters as an infusion. Youngsters. He's he's doing the he's trying to do the Drake, which I mean honestly, this is what Kanye's done for a very long time. For sure, because he, sure. he he probably taught that to Drake. Well, he got it from Jay. He he learned it from D Dot. Right. He the student became the master. Right. Yeah, he, one of my favorite records on this album. Really? Yeah, I love this record. I think it's, it's top a, three for me. Oh, this record's not top three. Yeah, it's top three. For no. Me. Yep. yep. All right. Yep. Well, if this is top three, if the other two aren't what I think they are, we're going to have... Okay, well, that's... That's fine. Okay. Look, if you want to fight, like, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, next up is Jonah, a.k.a. Shoulder to Lean On. What we Should've thought was Shoulder to Lean On. Should have been called Shoulder to Lean On. Why is it called Jonah? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, featuring Lil Durk and Vori. Again, boy, this would be a... The fact that this doesn't say featuring Vori, man... Because people are going to hear this and they're going to be like, who's this guy singing this hook? Hook is, hook is money. Yeah. Great hook. I, I've heard it so many times now that the initial shock is sort of won over, but it's kind of like, it should be for him almost a career starting performance. Yep. Right? Agreed. So this started as a oh, we didn't, But we didn't even talk about him on, uh, I know God breathed on this. We, I, I think he's great on, I know God breathed yeah, on this as well. Yeah. He's great on that too. Yep. So this started as a as a voice solo record produced by Dirtwork and TD Audi, and then Kanye and Mike Dean took it and Kanye'd it. Um, we talked about the hook, which is incredible. So we get a Vori verse, we get a Dirk verse, we get a Kanye verse, mm-hmm. and this has also evolved over the listening parties. Mm-hmm. As I talked about in the last episode, we went from no drums, to drums, to bleep bloop drums. <laughs> bleep, bleep, yeah. How do you feel about the? How, how do you feel about this song? Um, I think its final form is a good mesh of all three of what we got. Mm. Um, I love the no drum version. I did not like the first set of drums. They That's felt like placeholders. Um, these drums I don't love, but I do love the fact that they're polished, and that snare gets in the way a little bit of the melody. But at this point, it's just what we're going to get. So it, it's either that or honestly, the biggest problem for me on this is Kanye's verse. It feels tacked on. It feels tacked on and it has nothing to do with what Vori and Dirk are talking, especially Dirk. And I have to yeah. correct myself also. 
Dirk was not talking about Vaughn on this record. He was talking about D-Thang, his brother, that was also murdered recently. It's um, sad that you have to make that correction. For sure. Oh, his be- It's not his best friend that got murdered. It's his brother. It's his brother. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Crazy. I think Kanye's fine on this. Um, I think this is one of those things where, like, if Kanye was willing to go full Dr. Dre and become the producer slash overseer, then some of these songs would not have like the end Kanye verse. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think Jonah is a good example of that. Mm-hmm. But Kanye does not seemingly, he's not ready to go there, even if he's kind of there. But like, yeah. he still wants to be, no, 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 no. I'm on this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so and possibly a, a real time live update to uh, what we were talking about before. So we were, we were speculating, is Francis and the Lights actually on jail? Um, I just saw a retweet from a guy I follow who used to be in Francis' band. He has co-written a bunch of songs with Francis and very good friends with Francis. I know the guy. He um, he retweeted a thing saying that Jail is going to debut at number one on the Spotify chart. So, And it says Francis and the Lights in the tweet. So I'm going to go ahead and say that's probably pretty likely Francis then. Yeah. Even if it's not in the credits. Anyway. It's definitely him. Yeah. I hear him in the background and I hear just... It just feels like a Francis record. And I'm not even as familiar with his discography as you are. Oh, I heard it and I was like, that's Francis. <laughs> yeah, it's clear as day, Francis. All right. Uh, no, so, yeah, so, I mean, so uh, for, for Jonah, um, I think I'm okay with the new drums. I think I'm fine with them. I like Dirk on this more and more. Yeah. Oh, Dirk I, destroys this. Yeah, Dirk's, Dirk's funny. Dirk and Voy have great verses on it. Dirk, Dirk's funny. You know, Dirk's solo material, I'm not really always all the way in on, but. You know, he fits really good on this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, Kanye's is a little, little, little tacked on. He's fine on it. I think it's a good song. It's not like upper tier, but it's a good song. Yeah, it dropped for me. It was my favorite song coming out of the first listening party. And it's, it's dropped to maybe like second, second or third tier. Yeah. But I still like the record, though. At this rate, we're going to take three hours to record this podcast. This we year. are. All right. Um, next up is OK OK featuring Lil Yachty and Ruga, produced by Kanye. Boy Wonder, which is interesting, and uh, okay. Louis Bell. Interesting because Kanye is not so subtly going at Drake here. <laughs> right. Um, I think this song might have grown on, on me the most. I'll, um, I'll wait till we talk about part two. But this was one of my early favorites. Um, but ironically, this version is not the record that I go to oh, as much as... Hmm. We're going we're gonna to differ there. Um, we'll get there. So... I mean, do we just want to talk about the two of them side by side? We can. Um, so part two removes Yachty and adds on Shinsia. Mm-hmm. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Right. You know what? So Yachty's verse is really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I think if how you, so? I think like it works, like if, if your experience listening to this album is on, he- on like headphones, then what you get, and this is like the most underrated part of his song. When he does his verse, he's doing this like ominous humming underneath it and mm-hmm. it sounds like an extra instrument in the beat and it's like once you realize it it like sticks in your head and it just sounds so hard it yeah. like works in a weird way but if you play it like out loud on big speakers it because he his that his affect on the on the on the verse is a little like low he's just kind of like he's not like high energy it kind of gets a little lost mm-hmm. but i like yadi on here i like ruga on here I think it's kind of like an underrated song on the album. Yeah, it's not a record that a lot of people are talking about, but it's it's really good. Um, and then part two has uh, Shinsia doing, I mean, dancehall is not really my bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is not for me, but you're a fan. I don't like dancehall reggae at all. Ooh. And she destroys this. This is one of my favorite. Her verse is one of my favorite moments on the album. Like I'm... I'm shocked how much I like her verse. Interesting. It, the way she rides the beat, it completely changes the feel of the song. It makes it like a, like, oh, this does have like dance hall reggae feel to it in the drums. I didn't, I didn't catch that when I hear Yachty, um, but she, de- she destroys this. Um, and also, you know, I think we, I, we might talk about that last week where she was linked to Drake uh yeah. last summer and you know now she's working with Kanye um but yeah she kills this so much so I don't it's weird I like Yachty 
and Ruga together. I don't like Shinsia and Ruga together. I skip his verse every time after her verse. Mm. It's such a stark, stark difference. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't flow correctly for me. I don't know if it should have just been her verse or if she just should have been at the end. I don't know. I don't know what my 1.5 will, will look like. Yeah. Would you, so you wouldn't have wanted Kanye to just do like one long, like mega mix of okay. Okay. I mean, maybe, but I'm yeah. like, where would I put her verse? Because I feel like I like Yachty's verse. Yeah. I like his verse a lot. I said that at the, at the listening party. Um, but what I put her at, maybe I put her at the end. So she doesn't yeah. get in the way. Yeah. So she closes it out. Cause once she's on, it's kind of a different song almost. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I would do. I would go Yachty Ruga. Um, I'm sorry. I would go Kanye, Yachty, Ruga, Shinsia, I think. Okay. Oh, and I like, and I like Kanye on here too. We didn't even talk about him. Yeah. He, um, kind of an interesting flow on here. Yeah. Yeah. It's dope. I like it. I like it. What next up, next up is Junior featuring Playboy Cardi produced by Kanye, Digital Nas, OG Volta, and somebody else <laughs> i'm not gonna try to pronounce that name um okay. man this beat is so hard mm. <sighs> the hook is so so simple and almost kind of stupid that it works my seven-year-old loves this record yeah I, like there's there's nothing lyrical miracle about this record at all but it, right it this is a one two three jump like this live I mean, assuming that Kanye, when he tours, can have speakers that will handle the sub bass properly. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, this song goes. The energy on this is great. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Yeah. I'm not crazy about it. Mm. It's not a record that I go to. Um, I think the listening party actually didn't do this one favors because we saw it evolve. Interesting. Um, where we heard it was like a repetitive idea on yeah. session one. Um, session two is got is more fleshed out, longer uh, Cardi verse, which I liked at the time, and then here it's he cuts like three fourths of 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 Cardi's verse, and then he adds another verse at the end, um, and it, it's it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, but I get why people like it. I it's just not the record that I run to. I think this has been um, I don't know. I feel like this is kind of a, or like a a sneak a sneaky favorite for people online. So far, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. Nah, good record. I like it. Good energy. Like there's, there's been a lot of high energy stuff on the first half of this album. Do we want to talk about part two now, or do you want to wait? Yeah, we could talk about part two, um, uh, which is just to sh- say, um, so it features Playboy Cardi, uh, and I'm sorry, it features Ty Dolla Sign, and uh, no disrespect to Ty Dolla, it's completely unnecessary. Oh man, I love what he does. I'm not this. sure why he's here. It. He breaks up. It reminds me of what I did on Wind and Waves, where I said, "Man, I wish I would have. I would have. I wish I would have tried different flows instead of just one consistently." Um, where throughout the Cardi and Kanye are using basically the same flow throughout the song, and it gets a little repetitive. Whereas Ty Dolla Sign comes on here like hot sauce and one, <laughs> and he's dribbling the ball off people's heads. He's throwing the ball into the stands. He's doing a lot. He's doing a whole lot and I like it. It's a, it's a welcome change. He doesn't say anything that's, you know, mind blowing or groundbreaking, but I just like his, I just like how his flow and how he approaches the record breaks up uh, the monotony of the flow of the song. You, I, I feel like you have a different take on the part twos than I do. This is interesting. Maybe not all of them, but some of them. Um, yeah. We didn't talk about jail part two, but I think, well, that I, needs I think own, that needs its own conversation. Needs at the its end. Own. Yeah. Um, all right. So next up, is Believe What I Say featuring, uh, I want to make sure I get this pronounced. I always pronounce his name wrong. It's uh, Buju Banton, right? Buju Bantan. Bantan, thank you. Buju Bantan. It's one of those things I've never said out loud before. So you all got to experience. You just say Buju. I say Buju. You all got to experience my, my whiteness in full effect. Uh, produced <laughs> by Kanye, Dem Joints, FNZ, OG Volta, and Books the Beast. Originally posted by Kanye to Twitter as a snippet back in the 2020 Donda days. And then came out of nowhere, fully, fully formed at the third yeah. listening session. Yeah. And this is an interesting case where like, we never really, like what he, what he tweeted back in like September of last year was very much like something we probably would have heard at the first listening session. A lot of, a lot of mumbling and, and he's trying to find a flow and try, it's like a reference still at that point. Mm-hmm. And so 
I don't know what what shape it actually was in back then, but because he sort of revisited it now, he's talking about his marriage and divorce. Mm-hmm. This song is so good, man. This song is so. You know, good. this is a it's a great song. It's not perfect. My only, not even critique. It's okay. not a critique, okay. but just one thing I've noticed about people's opinions of this song. Yeah, is that the old Kanye crowd. Oh, they love anytime, it. Yeah, anytime he shows flashes of that, they're going to immediately go to that's the record. Um, and this is so graduation. It feels great. Yeah, it's, it's a, again, great song. This is, pre- even though they're, they're sending jail to radio, right? Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, it was initially Hurricane. Now it's jail. It should be Believe What I Say. They, but see, they can save this. Like, if Kanye actually is going to continue to show interest and do, like, things like videos and stuff, he can come back to believe what I say. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This isn't an, It's not a now or never. You're right. Because- I got to capture the moment of the throne. Because the feel of this is just- It's so warm. Yeah. You know? And, like, the fact that they took what probably started as, like, a sort of a, a pretty normal- Like, a pretty- A dope chop, but, like, a Kanye West chop and, like- And then it evolves- into this whole other thing is like such a perfect it's it's like one of the best examples of like yeah this is like what happens like the kanye west way of making music like this is when it really works mm-hmm. now if it were me i wouldn't have buju's part, parts on here and if they send this to radio i wonder if he makes it oh yeah he will but i think the song is fantastic i'm not mad at his part at all i feel like um if you cut out anything you could cut out the little quote at the end i mean even yeah. though it ties the theme together um, you also don't need to bring back the hook after the quote. Yeah, that's those true. Those are like those excessive moments. That's true. Um, I just think like this song is just so, it's, it's like almost kind of like unexpected in its details. You know, like you think that you think it's going to be like the, that the rhythm is just going to s- sort of s- stick to that, like four on the floor, but like baseline gets a little funky at times. Like there's just mm-hmm. all sorts of great stuff happening here. Yeah, for sure. Song's great. Yeah. Yep. Dope record. 